This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's talk Defensive Player of the Year. All this, of course, available at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. The only sportsbook. You heard Cam back there. I want to talk about this Rudy Gobert trade. So, of course, Rudy Gobert is the topic of conversation because he was just moved. And a lot of people have a problem with the compensation that it took to get Gobert from Utah, who is in the midst of a rebuild, to, of course, Minnesota. Now beside Carl Anthony Towns and another young star who I will now be calling Michael Jordan 2.0, which is Anthony Edwards. He even looks like MJ. Stop taking offense to what I said. Just Google it. You'll understand why. That's the next Michael Jordan. He plays just like him. I digress. That's another segment. Another monologue for another day. Rudy Gobert. Let's talk about this defensive player of the year. Because this is my, this is, this is another one of those plays where it's like the Phoenix Suns angle. That number's not going to get better. I feel the same way about Rudy Gobert. You might think it's a cop-out, but it's not. This is the real value. And I don't think this number is going to change anytime soon. If it does, it's going to be worse. 6-1 to one right now on Rudy Gobert to win Defensive Player of the Year. Now, some say Minnesota overpaid for Rudy. I disagree. I just think social media just hates on him because his game is boring and he can't score the basketball. He also does things like cry on television when he's an all-star snub. Oh, and that one time where he basically started the entire coronavirus pandemic by touching everyone's microphones after a press conference when he was instructed not to. But, but, other than that, generational talent. His resume speaks for itself. Six-time All-Defensive Team, four-time All-NBA Team, three-time All-Star, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. This is the war we're talking about. He's won it three times. He's on a little two-year hiatus, or maybe it's on a hiatus from him. In 2020, he won it. He won it in 18, and then he won it the year before in 2017. So he hasn't won it in two seasons. Marcus Smart won it this year, 2022. That's, oh, don't get me started on Marcus Smart winning it this year, but whatever. Not even the best defender on your team, bro. Whatever. And then you got Giannis who won it in 2021. Giannis can win every award to ever come out. Like if just think of any award, Giannis probably won it before. So I think this is the perfect time to target Rudy Gobert. After not winning it for two years, it's the perfect time to target him to tie Dikembe Mutombo and Ben Wallace for the most defensive player of the year awards of all time. Four. Those two are tied for the most DPO-wise of all time. I think it's time for Rudy Gobert to get in that conversation. I think he can get four this year. All eyes will be on him, of course, because you got a new face, or rather an old face, in a new space, a new place. It's Minnesota. Young team. Very exciting. Very electric. They have Michael Jordan Jr., a.k.a. Anthony Edwards. They have Carl Anthony Towns, who just got a back. Extension, 200 plus M's just right there for you. Thank you for doing business. He's amazing. You put Gobert by that, those two, that's an interesting duo. Typically, you think of your, your big three. You think of guards. You think of guards and forwards. You don't think of the twin towers of four and a five, Cat, Rudy Gobert, and then an explosive, inexplosive score like 
Anthony Edwards, which Cat is also an explosive scorer. So it's going to be a lot of eyes on him in Minnesota. Now, here's where I think teams or maybe fans are missing Rudy Gobert's impact and his value on the betting market. It's not sexy. It's ugly. It's borderline annoying. But it works because he's such a great basketball player. Utah drafted Rudy Gobert in 2013, Cam. Let's look at their defensive rating over the past, carry the six, nine seasons. In 2013, 2014, remember the last number I say is just, if I say 14, that means 13, 14 seasons. Nine seasons. In 2014, rookie year, they were 29th in defensive rating, Utah was. In 2015, they moved up to 14th. In 2016, 7th. In 2017, 3rd. In 2018, 1st. In 2019, 2nd. 2020, they fell off. 13th. You know, I cover the Wizards. They wish they were 13th in anything. 13th in defensive rating from Utah in 2020. 2021, they got back on their horse. They said, you know what, we're back. Third in defensive rating. And then this year, that just passed. 10th. 10th. So of the nine years that Rudy Gobert has been in Utah, the Jazz finished top 10 in defensive rating six times. Top 10 in defensive rating six times in the nine years that Gobert was there. In the nine years that Gobert has been there, they finished top five in defensive rating four times. In the nine years that Gobert has been there, they finished top two in defensive rating twice. Talking elite level defense, like historically good defense. So since Gobert's rookie season in Utah, when they finished 29th in defensive rating, they've spent eight straight seasons as a top 15 defensive unit, with 75% of those years being a top 10 unit. You took that player that did that to Utah, you pick him up, you move him to Minnesota. And you might ask yourself, well, what has Minnesota's defense been like? Oh, God. What do I despise worse or more? Talking about the Wizards basketball team on a day off. When you guys bump into me on the Metro and ask me, what, is, what are the Wizards going to do? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing is what they're going to do. I'm listening to a podcast now about how bad they are. Please stop talking to me. What's worse, talking about the Wizards or talking about the Timberwolves defense? You know, it might be the Timberwolves defense. In 2014, this is Gobert. Just doing the same nine-year span since Gobert was drafted. In 2014, the Timberwolves, 12th in defensive rating. In 15, they were 30th, league worst. 16, 28th. There's only 30 teams in the league, if you're wondering. 27th in 2017. 25th in 2018. 20th in 20, or no, 24th in 2019. 20th in 2020. Hey, happy 2020. Yay, we're the 20th best defense. We stink. 2021, 28th. And this year, they said, you know what? We're turning a new leaf. 13th. So in that same time spent, top 10 defensive rated years from Minnesota, zero. Years spent in the top five as a defensive unit, zero. Top two, zero. Top 15 in nine years, twice. Do you understand how good a basketball team the Timberwolves would be if Gobert is able to propel them from the depths of defensive incompetence to at worst a top 15 defensive unit? Do you understand how good that team can be? We're talking about like a legit Western Conference threat, especially with a top five scoring offense. They finished fifth in scoring offense last year, 109 
almost 110 points per game. They were also seventh in offensive rating last year with a 113.8. Top 10 offensive unit, just play zero defense. If you look back at like the makeup of basketball teams that win championships, it's a typically a common, it's a common theme that you see with these teams. They have to be top 10 in offensive and defensive rating to win a ring. It just does not happen, maybe ever or often, where you're not top 10 in both of those categories. You have to be a top 10 team in offense and defense to win a ring. Simple. 2022, the Warriors just passed. They were the second best defensive rated team in the league. They had an offensive rating of fourth, top two and top four. In 2021, the Milwaukee Bucks, defensive rating 110.7. That's good enough for ninth. Offensive rating fifth. Lakers, this is the one outlier. It was a bubble season though, but still close enough. 2020, their defensive rating was 106.3. I don't think LeBron has ever played that defense that good. Well, yeah, yes. What in the Lakers? No, it hasn't happened. That was good enough for third in defensive rating in 2020. Their offensive rating 2020 was 11th, ranked 11th in the NBA. But 10th, 11th, outlier of the bubble. I digress. In 2019, the Raptors, the most forgettable champions of all time. 106.8 defensive rating. That was good enough for fifth. Their offensive rating was 112.6. That was good enough for fifth. That's five straight years or four straight years of top 10 offense and defense. The Lakers won. Hey, man, variance. The Lakers is bubbled. It was, it was written in stone. That just lets me know how valuable defense is. That team is going to be so good if Rudy Gobert stays healthy. He takes the defensive workload off of Carl Anthony Towns. Cat, all he has to work, worry about is scoring the basketball, which is all he seems to want to do anyway. Same thing with Anthony Edwards. He doesn't have to dunk on Rudy Gobert anymore, but he gets him to set screens, gets him to get rebounds. If he can propel a team that actually finished defensively pretty good last year, 13th, their best finish since 2014 in defensive rating, combined with offensive talent of Cat and Anthony Edwards, I think they have a legit chance of being a concern for the rest of the Western Conference. If that team is good, if they finish top four, if you look at Defensive Player of the Year and the numbers match up to what Rudy Gobert has done in his career up to this point, how does he not win that award? New car on the block, shiny. The old place he left is probably going to be in shambles, Utah. This team is competitive, and the numbers look exactly or similar to when he won the award two times before in 17 and 18. That's who I'm looking at a defensive player of the year. But if you say, well, Quinn, what about some other players on this list? It better not be Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo plus 750. I think Bam Adebayo is often times the most overrated player defensively, like the most overrated defensive player of the year candidate ever. Cam, I might have to go in on this second half of this when we come back from the break. I got some more to talk about in terms of defensive player of the year. I'm about to go in on Bam Adebayo. Don't place that bet on Bam to win DPOY. Please let me talk you off this ledge. Some more options for defensive player of the year next here on BetMGM Tonight. I'm your host, Quentin Mayo. I got you covered. These fireworks are now scaring me. We'll be back after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let me go ahead 
and get back into defensive player of the year talk, though. So Bam Adebayo, right now at BetMGM, I want to make sure I'm pulling up his name and I'm being correct about this because I think my eyes are starting to deceive me a little bit when it comes to Bam. Well, actually, no, maybe not. I think your eyes, the listener, the viewer, your eyes are deceiving you with Bam Adebayo. My eyes are fine. Bam Adebayo plus 750 is available to bet right now at BetMGM. In my notes section says this beside Bam Adebayo. All caps, bolded as well, so I can make sure I don't forget to say this. No, 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 Bam Adebayo, plus 750. No, 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 no. Five no's. No, 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 no. Yeah. In all caps as well. I think Bam Adebayo is often the most overrated defensive player of the year candidate. Let's look at his track record really quickly. So last season, he finished fourth behind Rudy Gobert, Mikel Bridges, and Marcus Smart. In 2021, Bam Adebayo finished Fourth behind Draymond Green, Ben Simmons, and Rudy Gobert. In 2019, he finished fifth behind Ben Simmons, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, and Giannis. But for some reason, his odds are always atop of the board. Like beside Gobert and Draymond. He's never finished higher than fourth in voting. Everybody said, like, like, he's so versatile. He's a tweener. No, the tweener part of his game is what's actually ruining his chances. Super Mobile 5 that can switch off positions and hold his own, but he'll never do anything spectacular enough to actually win the award. Sad truth. I'm not hating. It's just facts. Follow me. Number one, he'll average one block per game. Maybe one and a half during a career season. He's never done that before, but he's averaged 1.3. So maybe in a career year for him, he'll average one and a half blocks. But will he ever... Average two blocks? Probably not. He will never lead the league in blocks because he's not that tall. That belongs to Rudy Gobert, the seven foot two Frenchman that just got traded to Minnesota. So Bam's not an elite shot blocker compared to Rudy Gobert. So if you're talking about defensive player of the year and a shot blocker, Bam is not going to lead that statistical category. He'll get you 10 boards a game, 10 rebounds a game, but he'll never lead the league in rebounds, which is a key to winning points, essentially, in this awards race. Due to his lack of size, once again, he's a tweener. Gobert gives you 15 rebounds a night. He'll never give you 15. Bam will never do that. Giannis gives you 12 rebounds a night. You can't out-rebound Giannis. Giannis has you in pretty much every other category. Robert Williams gives you 10 a night. That's the level you're on as a rebound is Robert Williams. And he hasn't even been healthy. Number three, he'll average like 20 points per game. If you're talking points, it shouldn't be factored into defensive player of the year. But hey, it happens. When you got guys who are so close, like, oh, well, this guy gives me more points and plays better defense. That's just how it works. How Giannis wins it, as well as all the other things he does. Bam will give you 20 or more points per game. But he'll never give you 30, like Giannis, who's in this conversation as well. And can also give you more rebounds and assists if we're measuring, like, well-roundedness. So to summarize, not an elite shot blocker due to size. Not an elite rebounder due to size. Not the best scorer not the best all-around player. And now you have young guys who are coming out the same portal that Bam Adebayo came out of who are longer, more athletic, just newer than Bam Adebayo is. Did I mention they're younger? So you know how this works. It's like a new car, new phone. Same exact device as last year's device. They just changed the color and they rounded the edges of the phone. But everybody will swear, oh, this one right here, this is it. This is the new phone. This is the one that was better than the last one. 
That's what they're saying now NBA people are about Robert Williams and Jaron Jackson. These younger guys are like the same version of like Bam out of bio, but better. They can shoot better than Bam. They can jump better than Bam. So now you're kind of getting washed between guys who are going to be better than you. And now the next class is like, well, I would give the edge to that guy because they're younger. And they're doing what Bam is doing right now. And they're only in year two or three. Don't place a bet on Bam out of bio plus 750. It's a bad bet. He's never finished higher than fourth. And he's never going to be the best defensively in the league at one thing. And that's how you win the award. Some other names that I do like, though, as we round out this conversation. Giannis, plus 850. You're, it should be mandatory whenever you want to place a bet on any defensive player of the year winner to have to parlay it, or not parlay it, but automatically select Giannis, too. Like, I want to bet Rudy Gobert. Oh, you meant Rudy Gobert and Giannis. That's what it should do at BetMGM. Because Giannis at plus 850, I'm always going to back him. He's going to average 30 points tonight. He can pretty much, he continues to get better every single time we see him. He could give you a couple more blocks if he wanted to, a couple more rebounds if he really cared about being down there enough. Like he's a tryhard. He's also seven foot, 11 and a half. He does it all. Anthony Davis, 14 to one, huge risk. I love AD. I fight for AD. In the break, I was just watching a video of Anthony Davis in the gym at 4.50 a.m. working out with Lethal Shooter, who's a NBA trainer. Um, who's also from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. And I said, man, I would love to play Anthony Davis 14-1 to win Defensive Player of the Year. He could be so good when he's locked in defensively and he's available. But the only problem is he probably won't be available for like 60 games. Can't bet him. I like him. He's a huge risk. You could probably get him at a better number when he misses the first week of the season and he'll drop down to like 250-1. to Then he'll be like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to play all the games this year and he's going to surprise everybody. Wait on Anthony Davis. One more that I do like, well, kind of. Further down the odds board is Kawhi Leonard, 66-1. to 1. I think, though, if you want to back Kawhi, he's more likely to win comeback player of the year than defensive player of the year. And with that being the case, that would scare me off with that number just a little bit because we've seen this all too many times. Players who fit the bill to win one award, but they kind of fit in another area to where we can actually give MVP to this guy. Like, oh, John Morant probably had an MVP season, not to take anything away from Nikola Jokic, but John Morant, uh, we can give you most improved because Jokic is doing the same thing he did last year and you already won the award, back-to-back MVPs. So if I can say, well, Kawhi killed defensively this year, but I think Rudy Gobert in Minnesota raising their defensive rating to above top 10 deserves the award, even though Kawhi killed, but Kawhi is probably better fit for comeback of the year or most improved player, or something like that. So that's how I feel about those options in terms of defensive player of the year. Please don't bet Bam Adebayo. Do not do it. 